The college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by my bookie sign up over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP 50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. Play win, get paid over at mybookie.ag. Welcome to the college experience. My name is Colby Dant, aka the Dantabase. And we're recorded live from Hollywood, California, because I am in the house of one burrito eating, sideline stealing, wheeling dealing, vodka can drinking, vodka martini can drinking, son of a gun. Give it up for Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh! Former, former James Madison defensive back, former James Madison defense douchebag. Just former DB, James D- Madison. DB, defensive back, it also means douchebag. Yeah, right? There it is. If the shoe fits, wear it. If the cleats fit, wear them. Right. Um, former James Madison, PIMP. Patty wow. C in the place to wow. be. Wow, talking bold, talking reckless. I will say one great experience of mine from James Madison was that I didn't go there. <laughs> but I, uh, not that that's a great experience. Colby was doing but... the college experience <laughs> the way everyone wants yeah. to do the college experience. But when I would go party there, this is a great story. You're going to love this one. Okay. Okay. So I had my brother's ID back in the day. I don't know that you can still do this. My brother being a, the saint that he is, NC Nick, shout out to NC Nick. Uh, I wanted to drink. I was drinking at an age earlier than 21, obviously, and earlier what a, than what 18. What a rebel. What a fucking rebel. But I was thinking, how can we make this happen? Because a lot of my friends were my brother's age. Yes. So I'm the youngest. And NC Nick said, well, I'm just going to say I lost my license. I'll apply for a new one. They sent it to, in the mail. So he just gave me his copy. Boom. Dude, one time we went into uh, Kirkpatrick's, which was, is, I don't think exists anymore, but it was in Ashford. Yeah. And You uh, went in together. Back to back. <laughs> they could give a fuck. Bold. <laughs> like, oh, oh, you're Nick? Okay, cool. Oh, you're but Nick? But here's one of the classic things was that I, that thing for me who was still in high school, mm-hmm. we used that that ID often. Sometimes it wasn't even me behind the... Uh, behind the... Uh, <laughs> Just made it rounds. I'd be like, you're going to go out? All right, I'm, I'm lazy right now. Here, yeah, use this ID, right? Nice. Now what became hilarious was that we went to, you know, at East Carolina, we used it a lot, and then at some point we partied. I became 21. Yeah. And I was partying at JMU, and I ran into a friend of mine named JD. Mm-hmm. And JD... Also a scumbag. Yeah, yeah. Not, not Jared Dant, but JD. Okay. Scumbag, <laughs> but I mean... Um, <laughs> Even bigger scumbag. Yes. I, I argue JD is a, is a pretty wholesome. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, he's saving lives right now. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> hard to argue with that one. Right. But, I mean, JD Smith. No, shit. I fucking. <laughs> like, yeah. There's a lot of JD Smiths. Yeah. You All didn't right. really blow right. anyone's All cover. Right. Point is, is that I run into him and I say, uh, I no, you know what happened was I had given my ID to someone back home. Right. And I'm at a party at JMU. <laughs> Does he give it back to you? No, 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 yeah. I'm at a party at JMU. I'm already 21. Yeah. And I run into a guy that I know who goes, yo, I've been using your brother's ID for years. Yeah. And I go, get the fuck out of here. I'm like 22, 23 years right. old. Right? And you he reaches into his wallet. He goes, yeah. He's 20. And he shows me my brother's ID. 
And I go, well, fuck. Hey, that, that's amazing that, that it reached all the way down here. I didn't give it away at JMU. I gave it away right. back Two in, the, hours in away. the DC area. <laughs> and I went to a party where someone was buying the alcohol based off my brother's ID. Amazing. And then like, he was like, do you want it back? I was like, no. Yeah. Keep like, that thing going. Yeah, if you're under, are you 21 yet? And he's like, no. And I go, well. I mean, not looking out for, uh, for my bro brother at all. <laughs> It's a true story. It's always though. about the cause. True story. Sorry, NC Nick. If uh, you get any... Uh, <laughs> back then, I feel like the uh, technology hadn't caught up. I feel oh, like yeah. nowadays you can get away with Dude, it. Dude, you can draw your ID back in the day and you can get away with it. Well, just the fact Nick could like mail, yeah. say, I lost my ID and they would just mail you another one. Yeah, <laughs> like, all right, cool. Easier times. Trust us. Simpler times, buddy. That's right. But speaking of which, am I drinking a simpler times? No, I'm drinking a cold snap. What is a cold snap? Sounds like something on Instagram you would do. It's a... Uh, Cold snap. Yeah, see, uh, I'm trying to see Colby this girl. She, the, she sent uh, me a cold snap. Oh, hello. Right? She's like no. uh, bundled up wearing a blanket. <laughs> no, I'm thinking like a cold snap isn't like, like, fuck you. Uh, like, you didn't come back and hang out with me. She's probably butt naked. You know what I mean? And and, and uh, you drew oh, you blew a cold the opportunity. Snap. I'm thinking like. Not you personally, but I'm saying cold, metaphorically, you. Right, like her you nipples I mean? are hard. That's kind of what I'm thinking. <laughs> okay. That's a cold snap Okay, right that works. That works, man. Um, what were you, where were you, where were you going with this, with this, uh, beer uh, I was talk? giving you the, um, sommelier's description on the bottle. White ale with spices. Not very detailed there, but, uh, you know. I prefer the spices in my food, not the spices in my beer, but you know what? I'm, I'm never one. You know, I still did drink some of that martini can bullshit. Didn't drink all of it. it was you took a millisip, as did I. It was about as warm as some New England clam chowder, all right? Because <laughs> I can tell you, we, we sat on that for a while. Yeah. And it was awful, and you've become you've kind of become a, a hit on the internet with that thing. <laughs> you know, I think you have uh, given people the impression that I'm a, a low life. He is a piece uh, of shit, and I will continue to do that. Fist pumping. I will continue to do that with your two, with your two of, hail marys <laughs> to Merrill Hodge. You go fuck yourself. White wonder, baby. And the show coming what, up next. Look, I'm going to argue this. What's that? Merrill Hodge is the best white running back that ever played. Football. Ever? Let's talk. What do we got? Riggins? <laughs> Riggins is way better than Merrill okay. Hodge. Riggins was a, a glorified fullback. Paul Horning? Glorified. Uh, Paul Horning was a tailback. He was. But that's before. Riggins was not a fullback because he got real carries. He was, but his. Is Craig Hayward a fullback? Stylistically. I characterize Craig Hayward as a fullback. He's he was a, a tailback. Just because he was that big, but he was running. Just okay, the same as he ran like a fullback. Okay. No, because there's a difference between Riggins and Rathman. Right, Rathman me... was a true fullback. Yeah. Okay, Riggins was technically a tailback, but he ran. Actually, you know what? Riggins, I read this, was the state champion in the 100 meters in Kansas as a fucking high schooler. That's unbelievable. I love John Riggins. We had the luxury of growing up in the D.C. area where he was on like a morning uh, football show <laughs> yeah. locally. And he's got a lot of Charles Barkley in him where he, he probably had a few beers before the set <laughs> and he speaks his mind and I can dig it. Yeah. Now, I understand that a lot of people say, well, like, well, that sounds like you're talking about Trump. Right. No, he, <laughs> very common, very common thing right. about Trump. But I, but I, the difference is, is that Regan's was never a salesman. Salesman, you learn how to be a scumbag. I'm not saying that Trump is that. I'm, yes. I'm leaving this neutral <laughs> for you. Did you listen to any of the uh, proceedings today? Uh, I try. Look, I had a bunch of friends hit me up saying you should listen to this. And I say... I can't sign online with with uh, I mean, sign online, but sign on with uh, I don't I'm, I'm I don't with Cohen. No, I can. I, I mean, yeah. but I'm saying like I I don't like politics. Yeah. It's all a dirty it's game so to dirty. me. They're all hacks. But I'll say this: uh, 
<laughs> I mean, I'm friends with the most conservative uh, guy who insures uh, all the NFL except the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. And, I mean, this guy's a millionaire. Yeah. Multi-millionaire. Yeah, conservative as they, as they come, though. As conservative politically as they come. And he hates Donald Trump because uh, he says some bad business deals and he purposely let things foreclose. Well, I so, think a true so, conservative actually isn't... isn't big on trump that's what i'm saying like yeah. it, it, uh, but i mean we get so caught up in labels now i right. kind of hate it because i don't really consider myself either of the two right and i think like i don't know i i i, I this is the college yeah, experience. we don't know what the fuck we're talking about <laughs> we're supposed to be talking about james madison basketball right now we're talking about whether yeah I listen <laughs> no to james tapes. madison basketball should never <laughs> let me tell you this steve hood patty so, c in the place to be uh was a walk-on uh football player for james madison made the team back yeah. up defensive back Ate a burrito on the sidelines. Or two. Okay. Two? That's right. How many? Just, I, I think I did it for a couple games, but <laughs> when I got caught, I mean, it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. They were like, get the fuck out of here. Was there any other teammates? Did you offer? Did they offer to eat? Can I have that some That was of that? the thing that got me to do it in the first place. I'd see my fucking teammates doing I'm like, all right, these guys are chilling. That's probably why they're winning nat- natty championships. It's like, well, you know, I like to burritos. think that my contribution in the two years that I was there. So it was like you texted some Pushing of your- the starters for, for work. Yeah. Changed that tra- it- trajectory of that program. And now we're a fucking powerhouse because of me. And you open up at West Virginia. West Virginia's got a brand new coach. If there's ever a time that the the Mountaineers are vulnerable, boom, to lose to an Although FCS. Although we just lost ours, so we 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 got to hope Signetti. Where did you lose him to? Neil Brown's a, a better school, a more prestigious school. A team that we beat two years ago well, by about thirty points. You okay, got very lucky. This is the college experience. <laughs> Look, no, my roommate played for the JMU basketball team. I went to one half of one basketball game. Look, I re- I love my roommate. I lived with him for three years in uh, college. He played ball, but I still wasn't going to watch the Dukes play basketball. Uh, so, well, I can tell you in the we early. We should never talk about James Madison basketball. The early nineties. Yes. JMU. And look, I'm not pulling up anything. Oh, this is the database talking to you directly. Patty mm-hmm. C in our audience. Look, you can attest. I'm not, I'm not typing anything to do research. Steve hood was a shooting guard from JMU who got drafted by the Sacramento Kings. And this is only a two-round draft in the early 90s. Yeah. So to do that, must have been pretty fucking good. You're talking 60 players out of the entire college football, college, college basketball, and and European. Back then, back then, Petrovic and shit were getting drafted. So, yeah. uh, Marciolis, you know. Uh, Marciolis. Whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Marcellonis. Yeah. All right. Sabonis, Sabonis, I don't know. All right. All these fucking people right. were getting drafted. <laughs> My point is, is that they couldn't have been that bad to put Steve Hood on the Sacramento Kings. JMU gets some talent. Can you going Google image Steve Hood right now? Let's take a look at the guy. Type in Steve Hood, Sacramento Kings, because every one of our listeners needs to be looking him up right now. Yeah, and Steve giving... Hood. You know who pulled that out of his ass? I did. All right, <laughs> the dead base. Watch it be wrong. It's like no, he went to right. he went to VCU. He went to Texas. Oh, there he is. He's rocking the flat top. Very nice. Well, I mean, it's early 90s. Everyone did. With the big Dukes right, and right there on the uniform, number 44. Second round draft at Kings, right? Uh, that's right. He was on the Kings. I don't know about second round. but Well, I, I don't think anyone from JMU could ever be a first rounder. Even hey Charles Haley wasn't a first rounder. That's true, but he did win more Super Bowls than any person alive. And he's the Robert Ory of this the year. Uh, so he was a pro bowler. Okay. We're a little off topic here. Let's let's. What, what, what are we talking about here? What are we talking? Part about? of the fun here of the college experience is you get a few drinks in you, you start rambling about gibberish. All right. <laughs> okay. 
now let me ask you this. Because we're, we're talking drinks, I don't think this is something we've ever really gone into for our audience. Hit Ma- me. Maybe we have. Hit me with your best shot. Oh, wow. So who's that? Who's that? That is... Bonnie, uh, uh, Bonnie, Bonnie, Bonnie Raitt. Raitt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's uh, Pat... Uh, Patty LaBelle? Pat Benatar. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're uh, right, I think actually. so, yeah. Patty B. Okay, what were you going to ask me? It seemed beat. like you had a brain buster. Um, Hit me. Hit me with some good shit. Favorite uh, types of beer? It's pretty late in the game to be uh, breaching I'm, this subject. Uh, well, here's the deal. Here's the deal here. If I'm going to drink, I prefer Latin or Japanese beers. If I'm going to drink multiple. We're not talking about women here, buddy. We're talking well, about I, beer. Well, women, I prefer Latin, not Japanese. <laughs> uh, that wasn't the case. Well, you preferred some Thai this summer. Hello. Ooh. Well, you know, you got to dabble in the stock market. You, da- you bounce around. <laughs> that was early summer, mind you. For and and any, by the uh, way, I would still go back to, 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 to that, uh, that region. Let's hope uh, some of your loyal I, look, listeners aren't. I uh, don't discriminate. I like everything. There's beautiful in every type of, 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 I don't have a type, but I do have a type, if that makes sense. Like hot. If, well, of course. But I'm saying. Women or women? I, I do have a preference where I normally prefer south of the border. That's right. Colby, you know Colby I mean? loves the spice. Which you mean? Which means like I am against building the wall because I <laughs> like my odds. It limits. <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? Right. How about, how about Bob Kraft, by the way? <laughs> Bob Kraft. All right. All right. Let's talk about... Okay. Let's, <laughs> who's, the, who's the Barstool sports guy? Fucking... Uh, I don't even know. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't tune into our, our rivals. That's you know true. what I mean? He, he's a piece of shit. Uh, you know who is more disgusting in that interview was fucking Tucker Carlson. I didn't even watch the interview. What happened? It's Tucker Carlson and fucking Dave Portnoy basically going back and forth about how, you know, there shouldn't be a focus on Robert Kraft. They should leave him alone. Well, well, Tucker Carlson, by the way, is the biggest piece of shit on the planet. Yeah. Um, I would have no problem punching him in a bar fight. Yeah. Um, however, uh, I didn't see this interview, so I can't speak intelligently on this, but I will say this. Portnoy um, is an asshole too. But the the best part about all of this, yeah, is I'm sure I'm just gonna make I'm sure the assumption. It was fu- trying to be funny, he's still an asshole. I'm gonna make the assumption yeah. that Fox News was trying to make sh- make this seem, assuming Tucker Carlson still on Fox News. I don't watch news. I try not to watch news. I think so. Yeah. Uh, they're trying to make it seem like they're trying to sweep it under the rug, right? Yeah. Uh, which is fine, because the left media. Is fucking absolutely terrible, and they do the same fucking thing in different right. aspects. But it's ridiculous. Why? I mean, I guess the Patriots are kind of like Donald Trump. Well, they've kind of, yeah. They've he, associated. He had a, he, uh, Brady had a MAGA hat on in yeah. or his the, his locker room. They cheated. They've cheated for they, a long time. Well, there I you mean, go. drawing I comparisons. Uh, but I'll say this: um, where I find it ironic, and where I probably would side with the left on this one would be that because Kraft is always he's always kind of cut players for being head head cases and try to say like this is not the Patriot way. Right. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. where the irony is. Right. What a it's piece like, of shit. You're a fucking scumbag. Right. And by the you're way, you're telling and, everyone and else we're, fucking... and I'm still trying to to they, they keep reporting that there's a bigger name involved and I'm unsure unsure what that what they're yeah. detailing. Who they're alluding to, but apparently there's several bigger names involved. It's, it's got to be Donald, right? How much bigger oh this craft gosh. does it get? I was thinking Goodell, because these boys the craft. I wonder if it's like, I mean, what would you would you say like Brad Pitt is bigger than? He would Robert not do Kraft. that though. That's true, but, like but I mean, Pitt, someone of that magnitude. Yeah, it could be a movie star, but I, I honestly don't think a movie star would need to do like 
even Kraft, the thing that's amazing is like, just fucking hire. Uh, Kramer brought up a good point on on the on the the, the sports gambling podcast show. Is he saying like he has to be funding this because it doesn't make any sense? Because you're so rich that you could have like the hottest call girl come over, have her drop off her cell phone before she enters the door with your butler, and you would never have this problem ever in life. <laughs> Look, I've never been to a Jack Shack. Like, I don't, uh, I don't hold it against. I know no, a lot of my friends. Have, a lot of my friends have. He probably is just thinking, you know, yeah. And look, it's, and it's a Florida scumbag thing it? to do because he's a fucking uh, one of the snowbird. It's a scumbag thing to do a little bit, but I, I, in, I'm not condoning what he did. What I do when he when he when he puts it's that not one, the end of the world to do that. No, no, no. Th- th- that's what the I'm fact saying. that it's involved with sex trafficking well, well, is pretty that's what I'm saying. And they're held against their own will. That's a big. Yeah, that's, that's a big, a big thing. But yeah. I will say also the fact that he's always. To me, the, the 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 what makes it really fucking hilarious is the fact that he's always he's always been like my shit don't stink. Right. We are we do things the right way here. We are you know, and he's you know gave tons of players. He's cut tons of players, yeah. and he's been outspoken on them. Yeah. Is being there any why they got hypocrite cut. Yeah, exactly. And that's why he's a piece of shit. Yeah. And that's why he deserves to be roasted just like yeah. any other big shot that's been. Uh, completely hypocritical yeah. over the past few years. And that's why I say Tucker Carlson's a piece of shit. Yeah, he is a piece of shit. And Bill O'Reilly, too. All right, Bill O'Reilly, he, he's the... He, I mean, as much as I love to use his quote, I know he's not with Fox anymore. Fuck it. We'll do it live. He's a complete piece of shit. He's a complete, a complete uh, contradiction. Well, and, and that, that shit happens on the left, too. I'll be fair to the audience here. There there are idiots on the left, too. I, there are so many I, yeah, idiots on yeah. the left. And, and, and to me, it's a little bit different... It, they're both idiots, but like to me, like Bill O'Reilly would piss me off because like he's so angry. You know what right. I mean? Whereas I feel like well, the Tucker left- Carlson has that like constant look of disbelief on his face. I'm like, what are you fucking like? We're getting way off topic. Here. I, I, like I hate Bill Maurer. I'm not a yeah. big Bill Maurer fan. As yeah. a, he's a stand up. I mean, a lot of stand ups love him. I just feel like he's a, he's a he's over the All top and like a hack. Yeah. But oh, he's a super. Hack. I don't know. But I would still do a show if he asked me. So if you're listening, right. <laughs> Bill- maybe we can delete this segment. Right. <laughs> um, all right. Where the fuck are we going with this? You started with something. We're talking about Steve Hood. I did not I'm think we'd talk, talk about Steve beers. Hood on this podcast. It. It's too late. Let's right, talk about I'm, some sports. Okay. All right. Well, this is what the recap. What do you think? Duke, Virginia Tech. Yesterday. Let's recap the games. Holy shit. Duke might not get a one seed anymore. Uh, yeah, I mean, looking at Lunardi, and I, this came out yesterday, presumably before the game. Duke was still a one seed. He's got Virginia, Gonzaga, and Kentucky. Of course, right now he still has them as a one seed, but they still have to play North Carolina again. If they don't have Zion Williamson and they're at Chapel Hill, you're telling um, me they're going to get that dub? How long is Zion going to be out for? What's the prognosis? They play in like seven days. <laughs> I mean, uh, apparently Zion was running around. I thought he was questionable Even for Syracuse. Even if he has Zion, it's at Chapel Hill. That's no fucking gimme. Here's what's going to happen. Okay. Zion Williamson is going to suit up for that game. He's going to go in, and he's going to fucking rip North Carolina a new asshole. They're going to win the game. They'll fall short of a share of the ACC title unless Virginia trips up here. Um But either way, he'll, he'll lock up National Player of the Year on the final night of the season. I don't know when the... um Award is uh, given. I'm not sure. I'm either. guessing sometime during the tourney, but in any event, he'll make such a marquee thing that, and I think they beat North Carolina. There's some like uh, something about that rivalry and something about this Duke team that just says. Someone tweeted at us, pissed off that we were talking about Zion being out, but we weren't talking about how Louisville blew that 28 point lead with one of their better players out. The difference is, and I'm sorry, I don't have your Twitter handle in front of me uh, because it was tweeted to us on Sunday. Yeah. Um, 
the difference is Zion Williams is the best player in the country. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. He's getting LeBron James comparisons. Yeah. Um, That's anyway, the difference. Anyway, continue on. Because uh, what happens if they lose in North Carolina? Because here's another thing. They still have the ACC tournament. Okay. Tennessee squeaked by tonight. Yet again. That's at Ole Miss, though. That's a very good win. <laughs> no, it's a good win. But at Ole know. Miss, I think Duke would squeak, squeak by right now. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. You're going into a toxic environment. Fans are why they got the cowbells and all that bullshit. You know, actually, that's Mississippi State. But either way, bunch of fucking rednecks. They got down the there. people protesting. Uh, <laughs> they got the, the Confederacy. Yeah, the Confederacy <laughs> marching around down there. It's a hostile environment. Um, all right, Michigan is also a number two seed. Michigan State now a two seed, and Carolina. So, which of those, assuming Duke were to drop, would take that one seed? Michigan, Tennessee, North Carolina, or Michigan State? Well, if North Carolina beats them, I would assume it would be North Carolina. But Michigan State is very close. If, if Michigan State completes the sweep against Michigan, you got to think it's what if and they win the Big Ten? You can't tell That's me they're true. not going to get a one Michigan seat. State is going to kind of solve itself there, right? But here. especially if Michigan State, what happens if Duke loses early in the Big? Like this is in the ACC tournament. All right, my my biggest problem with Duke, with exception to playing Virginia, I still wonder on the road. Now, sure, they came back from down twenty five at yeah. Louisville or whatever the fuck that number was. Yeah. They almost lost at Florida State on the road. They lost to Virginia Tech on the road, and that Syracuse game was close on the road. Now, granted, they didn't have Zion, but I still wonder when they're not in Durham, how good is? I mean, I know they're a very good team, but I'm saying how good though. Yeah. I don't like. It's funny. I have people message me all the time saying, like, Colby, what's your final four? Who's going to win the national championship? And I think that's first off a ridiculous question. Even though I appreciate all the feedback, all the messaging, it's tough. It's what we do. However, if I don't see a bracket, uh, it's mm-hmm. very hard for me to predict. But I Who's can t- going where? But right. I've, I was, I've been a little bit outspoken on previous episodes about saying I don't think Duke is going to win the national championship. Definitely. And I think I still stick to that. Well, let me tell you what. I heard a stat on another podcast today. Very telling stat. Since 86, 87, when I believe the three-pointer was introduced, mm-hmm. um, the Duke is shooting um, 30.9, or 30.9, I think they said, maybe 30.7%. From three? From three-point line this year. Um, how many teams in that time frame have won a national championship shooting that poorly from the three-point line? Ooh. Let me cut to I'm the chase here. One. one. Who do you think? And I guess... Early on, probably. I'm going to go Syracuse. No. Well, they just did this on their podcast, okay. so we're not going to steal their uh, segment okay. from them. But let me cut to the chase. Zero times. Zero. Okay. No one's ever shot that bad from the three-point line and won the national championship. So credit to – let me give uh, credit where it's give, due. You can give, give a shout-out. Go give ahead. a shout-out where it's due if I can find don't, it. No, don't listen to this podcast. Don't but. listen to it. <laughs> Um, uh, it was the CBS sports digital podcast. Okay. But look, I could pull up all stats all day, but look, that's stats are for fucking analytical people that are going to sit there. It's a big stat though. And I watch the next course more than any fucking person. Right? Yeah. I watched fucking, the, uh, I was watching this, uh, or I was, I was following this hack on CBS sports. What's his name? God damn it. I can't think of his name right now. He's got a show. Doug Gottlieb. Yeah. I think he's a hack. I do. Yeah. Because I don't think he dives deep okay. in sports. And I think like he's kind of like if you were to ask him, it was like, well, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick have drama. They could never coexist again. And right. this is, you know, and it's it's, it's a shock jack. It's like type deer shit. in a cage. You know what I mean? It's like, well, could you really tell me about like you think Nebraska with Copeland being out? What do you think? I don't mm-hmm. think you could form an opinion. 
That's just me saying so. I mean, if you form an opinion, I call it bullshit, but I'm saying. Let's get Doug Gottlieb on the show. I, I'm calling him out. He's probably a nice guy. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying a lot of people I feel like are hacks. When I turn, I, I'll put it like this to, to Gottlieb. I have nothing against you personally. I hope you, you have a great, prosperous life. Now, I'll say this, though. I question when I tune into the show, it's all fat to me. Yeah. What I mean is like, there's no meat of the show. It's all like Colin Coward's the same way. It's like you turn in and it's like, why am I listening to this fucking like made up drama? Yeah. Does Kyrie hate LeBron? And I was like, how about you talk about real fucking sports right now? I agree. And Colin Cowherd is a glorified shock talk, but I put him above the Skip Bayless's of the world. I think yeah. he's one notch above. But Bayless doesn't have his own radio show, at least that I know of. Like Cowherd does. Yeah, that's true. That's why I'm comparing it. But Bayless is terrible too. I mean, Bayless yeah. was like the past 10 years of saying like LeBron sucks. And it's like, it, you went to nine, but straight. I almost think that we're part of the joke on that one. It's almost like the Kardashian reality show where the shit is clearly scripted. Right. I feel like they're just. I like, feel like Bayless probably doesn't between me and you. If like I'm at a barbecue at Bayless's house, he's probably like, "Yeah, LeBron's the best player on the planet." Right. right you right. know, but I got to say this for ESPN's sake, right. and that's and even worse then because it's like, why subscribe to that shit? Yeah. Just so you can feel better about yourself if you've argued with some idiot at a bar named Billy Bob and said, "Oh, uh, <laughs> it's because he's getting fucking best. paid." That's why, but. My point is, I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. This is the college experience. <laughs> that's the general theme of the college experience. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about. but And that's why you tune in. We drink the beer. When's the last time you told your lady you're out there, you're listening to the podcast on the ride home, or I don't know, you're in your office, you're in your cubicle, you're wherever, you're at home, but you ask, your, your wife asks, what'd you do all day? And it's like, well, I listen to this podcast. What's it about? I don't know. A bunch of fucking idiots, right? She'll be suspicious, but then you just play us this episode. Like play us like ten minutes of the episode, and then we will confirm it. She's fully on board. She knows. At least we call a spade a spade. Right. We're still fucking idiots. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. I will bong this beer. Right. You know what I mean? Speaking of which, would you mind cracking me another there, buddy? Uh, this cold snap. It sounds like a type of fish I would get at a restaurant. Hello. Try our try our new uh our uh, our butter based uh uh, uh what's it called uh cold uh tilapia. Cold, cold, cold snap tilapia, fresh from the you know it uh, Alaskan like? Bering Sea. sounds like the kind of pussy you've been getting lately, buddy. Woo! Cold snatch. Hello. I tell you, buddy, I got a new bed. Things are working out in my life over there, buddy. Is that right? Are you getting some use out of that thing? Uh, a little bit here and there, you know. Rosie? Rosie and the five? <laughs> uh, what's that mean? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I... I these sexual things I don't know much about, Patty. See, I'm, <laughs> Rosie I'm a, Palm, I'm, come a cha- on. I'm a changed man. Right? I'm a, I'm a re- rehabilitated man. I'm a there you go. Here's a cold snap to your face, buddy. Mm. All right. So, is Duke going to make a one seed? Your prediction? No, I think they're going to fall short. Finally, Virginia Tech got their high caliber victory. There it is. All right, Arkansas at Kentucky. Oh man! Not only was this a very awful, awful refereed game towards the end of the game. I'm not saying, I mean, sure, I was rooting for Arkansas because I picked Arkansas to win this game, which they still covered. So if you listen to the database, you're looking pretty good. You can thank me later if you buy me a sandwich. Um, But they kind of blew this game. They were up like 16 points, 15 minutes left, lost the game. There were some awful calls down the stretch that I am kind of on board with Mike Anderson, even though a lot of, (laughs) I find it so funny. Are there like journalism in this country? I feel like it's just shit. Yeah. It's like that guy for USA Today who was calling out the Iowa coach saying he should be suspended for the season. Yeah, I do want to get to that. Right? What was the Iowa coach's name? I forget his name, but he told the ref to go fuck himself, and he told, he called him a cheater. 
And he told him to go fuck himself. This is apparently all off camera too. Like this isn't yeah. like in a press yeah. conference. This is as they're like going back. It's like backstage. And what if he is right? <laughs> right. We don't know. Either that. way, grow a Just fucking a dick, compa- dude. Look. Are you an adult male? Are, this and is to not demand, like why, he should be suspended one game. You tell me, Bob Knight never did this, right? And it's not like he publicly like humiliated the dude. This is behind closed doors. You, the guy called you a fucking. He said, "Fuck you," and yeah, you're cheating, said, yeah. dude. Every coach ever has said that to the yeah. fucking refs. I watched that, uh, and I I, I watched that uh, Coach K, uh, Dean Smith documentary. Yeah, and I thought it was fan. Uh, thought it was gonna be cliche and like fucking all this bullshit of like, oh Duke and UNC, the greatest rivalry, Lovey, Tobacco Road, But I thought it got pretty great in the middle there, and it was like. HBO always does a pretty good job of their documentaries, actually. And uh, there's a point where, like, even though Coach K and Dean Smith are friends, like, they, they've shown footage, they've built this of them being friends. But there's that competitive streak, and there's a part in a game where uh, Coach K is basically telling G- Dean Smith to go fuck himself. <laughs> he's like, oh, fuck you, Dean. And, and I forget the exact words, but he's saying, like, you're a piece of shit, you know, or something to that extent. Right. And I thought, man, this is fucking amazing. Like, this is why I will forever tune into this game. And that is why sports are amazing. Yeah. And if you're taking this element away, go fuck yourself, USA Today. I think it was USA Today writer that wrote that. Yeah. That he should be, oh, he should be suspended for the season. He told her we have to go fuck himself. Fuck you. Right. I tell you to go fuck yourself. Right. Writer. That's right. <laughs> you, write, you writer, you. Writer. <laughs> You guy who makes more money than me. Right. Right? But whatever. Doesn't matter. Guy who sold his soul to make more yeah. money, you fucking dude. You your college bag. degree from Northwestern or some shit like that. And you're at USA Today, and you're probably writing the same articles about the Redskins being a fucking terrible. Actually, he's probably not making more money than you are because we have a boy, uh, a bud of ours, uh, Aaron. Who? Kara, I'm not going to say oh, the rest of his I got name, you. Okay. Who was a USA Today sports writer and quit. Because of the money. Oh, well, good. He worked there for like not, five years not, and got like $3,000. I'm not happy that he's out of a job, but I will say that. Well, he got a better job. Okay. Yeah. So apparently it's not uh, not that lucrative of a Well, good. World because, dude, let's be honest. Like when I watched that show Around the Horn, mm-hmm. I kind of hate everyone's opinion on that show. There were a bunch of idiots on that show. Fran McCaffrey, by the way, Iowa coach. Yeah, Fran McCaffrey. But a guy's named Fran, I've never heard of, I've never met besides the game of Guess Who. <laughs> the game of guess who you ever play guess is who there's a guy Fran. Fran I'm always Fran is I feel he wearing like. glasses yes yeah, he is in yeah. this picture does he have a shout die? out to Fran McMurphy though for keeping it real and telling the ref to go fuck himself <laughs> and who knows his case I'd like to hear his case but I and fuck you Iowa University actually my boys I was riding Iowa University but for them to suspend him instead of backing your coach under some competitiveness go fuck yourself and I hope the Cyclones beat you for the next 10 fucking years alright Patty C, Syracuse at North Carolina. What do you think happened there? I mean, Syracuse was up big. They folded. North Carolina's looking pretty goddamn good the rest of the year here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Carolina is a, a fucking solid team. They could win the national championship. That's yes, a solid go. play. If you're going to Vegas and you want to throw a play on who could win the national championship, that won't be a one seed most likely. Yeah. I'd say North Carolina's up there. Now, the interesting thing is, obviously, the, the win over Duke loses a little esteem. Uh, for Syracuse, but the fact that they kept this game so close with Carolina unfolded. But uh, to, to argue Carolina, and I hate North Carolina as as I, mean, I went to East Carolina. Right. We, we scored 70 points on them. We and grew then, up in the 90s. Do you remember also when uh, last year Larry Fedora 
Yeah, so it's they, like, he's, who are he's they? Never heard of, and then what happened when they went to a good old Greenville? They only won four games last year, Petty C. But what happened when they went to Greenville? With Scotty Montgomery, our worst coach in 30 years. <laughs> Still took that Still L. Still took that L. All right. Um, but here's the deal. North Carolina played Duke, Florida State, and Syracuse all in a row. That's what you call murderer's row. That is murderer's row. I mean, I don't know how to... Alabama like, football would never do such a thing. That's true. I mean, the ACC is a fucking juggernaut. I'm saying, but you couldn't get a Boston College sprinkled in there. You couldn't get a, a Pittsburgh sprinkled in there. Right. right, right you got to right. go at at Duke, home to Florida State, home to Syracuse. That's a brutal three-game stretch. With Virginia not long before that. I think, yeah. Actually, might have won the one before. Jeez. Can you imagine all four in a row? Well, all the teams in the ACC are doing that. So. The ACC better start thinking about theirs because the ACC is expanding to a bigger conference schedule next year. Is that right? Yep. Uh, okay, so that's our little bit of a recap there. Um, I want to say when Bayheim recovers a little bit that Syracuse is looking like a serious fucking threat. Look, they're, they're, they're staying in these games against these fucking big-ass serious contenders. They're beating Duke, you know. I think I think Syracuse is maybe getting slapped on a little bit. I think so too. I think they can make a they can make a run. Yeah, especially when you put neutral court involved there. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to switch topics here. We're we're still going to talk college basketball here, but I'm just addressing this. Uh, so, uh, my friends at the Sports Gambling Podcast tweeted me who's missing on this list: Colby D. And they said most hated college football teams, and they did a screenshot. Uh, let me see. I don't know who published this, but I will say Alabama I was 16. percent Ohio State was 12%, Notre Dame was 10, Penn State 7, Michigan 6, USC 4, Texas 3, Oklahoma 2, Nebraska 2, none of the above 38. And what they asked me my own opinion and I thought Florida, Tennessee, Florida State, Florida State and Miami were the four missing. If I had to go a fifth. Colby hates the state of Florida in case you... Uh, well, no, because... Uh, except for UCF. No, I'm just saying, like, well, I mean, do you hate those schools? Maybe not Miami. Florida, Florida State, everyone I've hates. I've hated all of those schools for basically yeah. my whole life. And and Tennessee. Tennessee, because they're so... They think they're so fucking prestigious. Tennessee is like... They fire... They, a douchebag, like... That's what I'm saying. Like, I've always hated Tennessee. My whole life, I've hated Tennessee. Right? I, I really despised their colors when I was a kid. I came around to Well, like how about, them, like, they bring in Chiano, they take him out, and they... They, 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 oh, Mike Leach won't do. I think they're you all, hate Tennessee more than I do, but they, they're obnoxious. I don't have any love for Tennessee. Well, in their fan bases, I think what hate, what makes me hate them, I don't think I truly, They would be cool with that color scheme if they weren't so douchey. Well, their, their fan base thinks they're like elite. And I'm like, bro, you haven't won. Uh, I told you this right. experience when I was in. It's one thing for okay, Auburn on, fans to think that. I'm watching UCF LSU yeah. in Scottsdale, Arizona. Yeah. I watched UCF lose a game by eight points to their backup quarterback. No, yeah. seven points, I think. Seven points with a true freshman backup backup quarterback starting his second game of his career. Yeah. Right? And then I go to a bar afterwards. And by the way, like, fuck the SEC fans. And I, I mean, you know this if, you're, if you listen to this podcast. But I, I walk on this bar... And I sit down and I, I'm wearing the college experience sweatshirt, which is themed in the UCF type of way, purposely with an Alabama twist, if you don't know that. Um, and I sit down and I got this fan next to me who goes, UCF fan, huh? And he's like, how about that? Right? Like, he's kind of like measuring up his like, hey, you got your ass kicked by the good old boys from the SEC, right? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, man. 
uh, Mac's second game as a starting quarterback. He, Imagine he, he only, threw for, he only threw for 96 yards, yeah. right? But then he's wearing a Tennessee hat. Missed his last 13 fucking passes of the yeah. game. He only threw for, I mean, it's the second start of his career and one of right. the most elite defenses in the country. Right. If it was Mackenzie Milton, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, he's throwing for at least 250 <laughs> yards. Yeah. Uh, but here's the, I mean, look at all what he did against Auburn the, the year before. That's all I need to say. Yeah. But um, this guy goes on because I'm trying to like, go in the neutral route. Like, oh, good game, man. LSU's tough. Yeah. Right. And, and then, uh, you know, he points to his hat and goes, and, and, he, and he's like, Tennessee, baby, SUC country, UCF don't belong over there. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, you're a Tennessee fan. Yeah. UCF, for the best part of like the past 10 years, yeah, UCF had an 0-12 season. Yeah. They'd beat Tennessee. When Derek Dooley was your coach and George O'Leary beat fucking Georgia in the, in the one of the fucking bowls, I don't remember if it was the Citrus or the Outback, whatever it was. Yeah. So I'm saying with the exception of like two years when George O'Leary hit the down part, I think UCF's been better than Tennessee the past 10 or 15 years. Right. And to have this, and, and such a douchebag move to me. To, to latch be, on yeah, to your fucking rivals. to latch on to LSU right. fucking beating UCF with their backup quarterback SEC. out. SEC. And I got news for SEC. you, buddy. You're so lucky that Tennessee was a bunch of gutless wonders and played Charlotte and UTEP this past year and didn't schedule UCF. Cause I can tell you this with Mac or Milton, UCF would have beat fucking Tennessee this past year. And you're nothing. But, but a lemon-headed coward. Terrorist. Pussy. <laughs> All right. But I don't know. I just got that tweet right now. But he said, like, mention... Okay, so so to, to bring it back to that tweet, there's a... Uh, uh, somebody said, mention UCF as the most hated in the in SEC country. Well, the fact that UCF's been able to accomplish that means they're making... How ways. are they hated? How see that's what's wrong with the SEC fan base. So they look at it like a brotherhood of like, oh, this is our elite thing of ours. Yeah, and it's like UCF doesn't even claim to rivalry with like any of the SEC teams. Right, they've just played great football. Well, of course they don't. They want their piece of the pie. That's the whole thing with like uh, even Dabo, but certainly Saban being like, keep it at four teams. Of course you don't want to be challenged. Yeah, and that's why they're fucking terrible human beings. Dabo right. Sweeney, I don't care. Oh, well, he seems like a good guy. No, he's a fucking piece of shit. For a stupid ass opinion like that. Well, he is right? looking out for her. He is thinking about his. Yeah. When, when you think, let me tell you something. Sometimes you need to not think about your own. <laughs> all right. Sometimes you got to think about. You know, it's a crazy day when you hear Colby Dan say that. Yes. But you need to. And come on. I brought this up pre recording this. What makes college basketball better than college football? And I talk about this is who's played for the national championship in the past 20 years. Uh, we did go over it. There were 21 different teams that have played in college basketball. That's off the top of our head. That stat could be. Yeah. Uh, more. Yeah, it might be know. more. It probably yeah. is more. But we named at least 21 yeah. teams. That could, so. And college football is like seven. Right. I'm sure it's more than that. But No, but that was before they even had a playoff. Right. Right, right, right. Either way. How many one seeds have won the NCAA championship? The type the- of teams that are playing in the college uh, championship game are way more diverse as well, too. How many one seeds have won the college football national championship? None. Oh, it seems like expansion. That means what? What that? What would one conclude from that? I, I'm sorry to go, Mike Leach, on you, but what would one conclude from that? Uh, if I had to put my thinking cap on here, I would say that maybe the rankings show that one team or two or three or four isn't enough, especially yeah. considering it, it just doesn't take much of a brain the to think. Four seed well, won the first first tournament. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't take much thinking to think. Well, if the one seeds never won it, maybe we're wrong on our judgment. All right. 
Maybe okay. we We're should expand. We're beating a dead horse. Let's go. I'll take that dead horse, and I'll ride that thing to fucking Tuscaloosa. There you go. <laughs> All right, um, geez, we're really we're really just dragging here, dude. I've had a few cocktails. You do it. I went to fucking Moose and Frank's. Who'd you see? That you told me who you saw. Jack Who'd Nicholson. You... Saw Jack. You know how much my bill was for a couple drinks? How much? And a steak? How much? One hundred and seventy-four dollars. Jeez, dude. Uh, how you doing, buddy? Hey, yo. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for buying the beer. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, I want to tell you right now the college experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by my bookie. Sign up over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. They got them out over there, Petty C. What's that? It's called they pl- you play. They play, you play. Everyone you, plays. You play, you win. Everyone, everyone wins. You get paid over at mybookie.ag. As long and, as you're listening and to And I got a motto in life. The you college get paid. Experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As long as you listen to the college experience. Tweet out college experience. Something like that. Hashtag college experience. But I got a motto in life. You get paid, you get laid. Hey, that's clever. Like I'm very well thought out, right? Very, very, very like. Uh, Isn't there like something like you know, the movie witty. PCU? Yeah. I think they said some shit like that. <laughs> um, all right. I got this sheet. I'm, I'm just going. What's the point of me like writing this whole thing about what we should talk about if we never talk about what I write? All right. Let's get to it. You know what I mean? Get to the script. Back on script here. We kind of just rambled for it. Well, that's what we do. That's That's what we do here. You know what I mean? We ramble on. All right. (laughs) Some big games tomorrow. We're going to talk AAF in a little bit. We're going to talk maybe a little bit of college football. Tomorrow, Tomorrow, there's some big games. All right? And and since, since, let me see if my bookie has some of these lines out. You crazy crazy bastards. I do have a few lines. All right? We got Xavier at St. John's. St. John's is in. Xavier's out, but Xavier coming off a big win, I think, or or the past couple games. I don't fucking remember. The Musketeers. I know Patty. He said he was a fan. Uh, I am definitely a fan. I mean, I don't know about Xavier. If there's thug traditionally as Cincinnati has been, uh, it's my assumption that they are. But um, that I love the Cincinnati rivalry there. You got well, You seem like a pro Cincinnati sports fan. I love it. I love it. You know, I, I, there's something about the, the the Cincinnati seems like the Atlanta of the North to me. They're just like intent on being super swaggy, you know, and super kind of hood in the process. So if the AAF was to expand, you'd rather them go to Cincinnati instead of Columbus. Absolutely. So Cincinnati's so much more swaggy than Columbus. All this goes back to a little... But I want the XFL in Cincinnati, if anything. Can we talk... Should we talk college basketball? No, we'll talk XFL in a minute. Let's just dab one. Xavier at St. John's. Big game. Um, St. John's lost a couple recently. Big fucking game for What's them. What's the spread on that? Uh, we got right now Xavier uh, is a five-and-a-half-point dog. Big game, though, and a dangerous game for St. John's, who is in, but they're not that much in. Not super safe. Uh... From a motivational standpoint, I guess you got to give the edge to St. John's there. What's amazing about the Big East is, you know, like every single team I think has a shot to win this, to win this Big East championship. Interesting. Yeah, I think that's going to be one of the more compelling stories in college basketball. Is like, yeah, you have Nova and Marquette that have kind of looked elite, but Nova's lost three or four in a row. Marquette, I even though I think they are uh, clearly the best team at the moment. I think they're vulnerable, especially you put them on a neutral court. Marquette's been very good at home. 
I think this conference. Well, Marquette, I think, was getting their fucking ass whipped by Villanova earlier tonight. I'm not sure what the score yeah. is on that. And get a quick update on that. But but my point is, is I think this is as open as I can ever recall the Big East with a team. They're like, down seven right now. You know. Yeah, I mean? Big East is open. I mean, Georgetown being a fucking afterthought a little bit. Um, Georgetown's almost in the tournament. They're a bubble team. Yeah. St. John's is in, but they're certainly not far from being on the bubble. Seton Hall, I don't Seton know. Seton Hall is a bubble team. Yeah. On the outside, you got Providence, you got DePaul, you got all these teams. Listen, gonna... I'm not sure I agree with you. On what? That any of these teams could win. I think it might be a two-dog two, two dog show here. Like, maybe St. John's is in that equation. I think any of them could lose round one. I think Georgetown, yeah, could, could lose round one. Any of I'm those. saying, like, right now, so if you had, right now, look at the, you're looking at the standings right now? I think them? any of them could Who's lose the top round seed? one. Marquette, I think Villanova right? is a safe bet to get to the championship. Who's the top seed right now? Marquette right now. And who's the worst seed? Uh, DePaul. I think there's a great chance DePaul could win that game. <laughs> That's true. Okay, Villanova's the two seed. Who's the seven, or who's the, the second? Providence. Dude. Yeah. We just... St. John's and Crichton. You cannot Crichton. tell me confidently that you think Villanova. Georgetown is, and Butler, Seton Hall and Xavier. All those matchups are fucking. I think DePaul could beat Marquette game one. That's true. DePaul isn't that bad. 13 and 13 on the year right oh, now. Oh, if you look at some of the. Dude, DePaul was at like Villanova. Almost won the game. Like this is a feisty team. Yeah. Um, okay. So you clearly don't have an opinion on that one. Go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, Nebraska at Michigan. Nebraska's pretty much done unless they can pull this thing off somehow. Nebraska's done. Okay. Well, I know. Copeland, ever since Co- the Copeland injury, they're fucking done. Minnesota at Northwestern. Minnesota's a team right now that I think is on the outside of the of the bubble or right in there. I mean, it, it, depending on who you ask, their first four in, first four out. Minnesota's got them as at the, Northwestern. Or Lunardi's got them as the number one first four out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a uh, number. What would that be? But seventy? No, sixty nine. Well, sixty eight teams make the tournament. Right, right. But last four in, I guess. Or he's. I think his bubble uh, rankings have uh, include the eighteen playoff. Could be wrong. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but I'll tell you this. Regardless, the, bu- the play-in game. That's part of the 68. Okay. But no, I'm, I'm wondering if his first four out includes the play-in teams or not. Let me take a look here, buddy. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> you keep talking. Uh, Minnesota goes at Northwestern tomorrow night. Uh, let me see if I can pull a line on that. Northwestern's been a weird team all year. Uh, Minnesota, though, desperately needs that win. But I can tell you, one of the worst things... It can break either way. Is when you're desperate for a win. I'm an idiot. Yeah, it's 68. Okay. Yeah, uh, Northwestern minus one and a half. Is, Northwestern is favored to beat Minnesota tomorrow. That's weird. Well, because Minnesota's been struggling down the stretch here. They need this win. They also need some teams to lose. And uh, I don't know. What do you think? Who are you going with, Patty? Uh, you go with the Gophers. I mean, look. We had been talking earlier. Colby mentioned that um, Northwestern has some upside there, you know, and you're right that uh, Minnesota is a bit unpredictable this year. Uh, I'm going Gophers. I got a little feeling about them. And, and here's another thing that I want to touch on from our previous podcast because we've been kind of going back and forth on this. I still think the Big Ten's better than the ACC. Ooh. And the reason why I say that is when you look at Penn State, when you look at Indiana, these teams that have sucked. But they're good, shitty. Illinois as well. 
Penn State, you saw tonight, they beat Maryland. Penn State's beaten. Virginia Tech is what, like the four seed in the ACC? Yeah. Penn State beat them. Penn State beat Michigan. I'm saying it's a deeper overall conference. Georgia Tech hasn't done that to anybody. Wake Forest hasn't done that to anybody. Oh, Boston College man. hasn't done that to anybody. What's that? We got one, two, three, four, five, six teams in the top 25 right now, and Ohio State, Minnesota on the outside. Uh, so is that eight turning teams? Uh, and I think Indiana is a win or two away from being in the tournament. That's unreal. Minnesota's close, as you just saw. Yeah. Um, Nebraska had Copeland not got injured. And I still think Nebraska, if Nebraska were to somehow beat Michigan and win a game or two in the Big Ten championship or tournament, they would be back in that thing. That's true. Northwestern sitting there at 12 and 15, but 3 and 13 in conference. So what does that make them? <laughs> Nine and two out of conference. I'm telling you, this conference is this a deep. deeper conference yeah. than the ACC because the ACC, like, especially Pittsburgh, we thought was decent. They kind of look like shit. Georgia Tech is shit. Boston College, not very good. Wake Forest lost to Richmond, lost to a bunch of other shitty teams. Gardner Webb. I'm going to say the bad teams in the Big Ten are much better. Here's another thing. Illinois took, like, I think Gonzaga to overtime. Here's, here's my problem with the Big Ten is I feel like they have two or three teams that can go deep only. That's probably true. I think the ACC has teams that can potentially win it all more so than the Big Ten. But the Big Ten has a shit ton of teams that are very good. Yeah, I think you're right. I think yeah. you're right there. I think the Big Ten's certainly the deeper conference. Like, I still think even though Indiana is trash, right. like, if right now, if North Carolina played Indiana, everyone would say North Carolina. But I, yeah. I would not be surprised if Indiana won that game. If or Indiana if it was a two-point like game with, Miami, like, a minute left. Right. Yeah. Bad. Miami's another one that's kind of like, how good would, my, would Miami be in the Big Ten? They'd probably be, yeah, toward the bottom. They'd probably be below Indiana. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Yeah. But I don't know. Okay, we got San Diego at San Francisco. Big game in the West Coast Conference, mainly because San Francisco was on the bubble. Patty C, they got a win last week, and you thought, okay, they're in, and then they choked against Santa Clara and got an hmm. L. So this means they're at a point where they better fucking win some fucking games. Like, there's no room for, there's zero room for error. They're not even in the first four out because of that loss. They need to get back to the first four out. Yeah. Luckily, they do get San Diego, who's a team with a decent, decent strength of schedule. And also, they have the tournament coming up so they can potentially do some damage in the tournament. But the Dons need this. They need it really bad. San Diego, 17-2. and two. Yeah, that, that's a decent win on the resume right there. San Diego's a solid team. They beat Colorado, who's like the fourth best team in the Pac-12. You know, uh... uh that is a good one, too. Arizona State at Oregon. Arizona State fighting for their their postseason lives. Oregon, obviously, this season's been a d- disaster. Bull Bull, injured for the year. Um, who didn't see that one coming? Who seven foot one hundred thirty one pounds? <laughs> uh, I don't know who you got in those petties. So you going favorites there? Uh, what was it? Oregon versus who? Arizona State at Oregon, San Diego at San Francisco. I mean, I got some lines here. Uh, San Francisco's a six and a half point favorite. I'll take the Dons on that. And Oregon is a one and a half point favorite. I'm going to go with the Sun Devils to get it done in Eugene. Bobby Hurley's going to find a way. His teams are fucking up and down. Talk about a team. I can't think of a team more in the country that is unpredictable. Like Arizona, Arizona State, State is a team that if you scheduled them against Duke, they might be able to beat Duke. Right. But if you schedule them against Chicago State, they might lose to fucking Chicago State. Arizona State. Let's see. 19 and 8 on the year. 
Pull up that schedule. Let's pull, see. pull up that schedule. They are the most unpredictable. Two years in a row, I feel like they're the most unpredictable team in the country. Beat uh, Mississippi State. Which is a great win. Took an L at Nevada. At Mississippi State. That's not bad. They were beating Nevada by 10 at halftime. Lost that game. Lost uh, at Vanderbilt, who's had better than their record. Well, I Vanderbilt think. also got hurt by injuries. Some of their best players are out for the year. That was early, I think. Man, they've been slapped around a little bit this year. They beat year. Kansas also, right? <laughs> uh, did they? Kansas. Jeez. Can't find that one. I'm sure it did happen. You can't find a fucking... <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah. They beat Twice Kansas. in a row. Last year, they beat them too in Manhattan or in uh, Lawrence. Jeez. That's why they're. That's why I say they're good enough to beat anyone. They in the lost nation. by twenty-one at home against Wazoo. <laughs> you figure that out. That's what I'm saying. Can you figure out this team? Right. There's NBA talent on that team. It's I very Arizona State. It is. It is. It's very, very like their football team is very it's similar. Just, it's just there's the parties. It depends on <laughs> yeah. the party the night it's before. Like, are they hungover <laughs> right. or not? I don't know. Um, Okay, but those are the big games on, on Thursday. Friday, we got Buffalo at Miami. Buffalo's been blowing out everybody in the MAC, and they even got a little bit of a lead when Bowling Green lost the other day. Or actually, Bowling Green's lost two in a row. Toledo's a little bit on their ass, but they're on the other side of the conference. But Buffalo is looking like an at-large right now. They play at Miami. Any chance for an upset, Patty C. Miami, Ohio's pretty much a 500 team. I feel like they're better than their, a little bit better than their record indicates. but Small chance for an upset there, but... uh. I feel like Buffalo is is pretty strong. And by the way, I will reiterate that on our last show, uh, I did call out to Buffalo Bulls Mafia. If we know anyone a part of the Buffalo uh, Bull fan base, please contact me at the Colby D, and uh, and we will give you a sweatshirt or t shirt or some shit with a sports gaming podcast or college experience affiliated. We want to reach out to you guys because I want Bulls Mafia. We got Bills Mafia in Buffalo, and I want to know if there's a Bulls Mafia, and if not, why not, and can you start it? Because you got the Buffalo Bulls winning 10 games in football. You got the Buffalo Bulls NCAA tournament last year, beat the Arizona Wildcats, and I feel like the Buffalo Bulls are going to fucking do some damage in this year's NCAA tournament. So there needs to be that athletic department for a fucking football school that didn't really exist, one double A. Uh, or, or single A uh, maybe 10 years ago. Yeah. They are doing things. Yeah. Khalil Mack would be proud. There's an opening there for them. A big city, you know, the state. Why of, are they in the Mac? They should join the American. Well, I'm sure Look at they would love schools, to. <laughs> with, I mean, both schools. With basketball and football? Yeah. If they, pretty, can, if they can stay on course in football for like five more years of that, American might extend that invite for sure, but it is pretty, pretty recent. You but admit. the basketball team, you know where Bobby Hurley came from prior to ASU was at Buffalo. And that was not last year. That was a couple of years ago. He's taken Buffalo to the tournament a couple of times. Buffalo basketball has been legit for a few years. Interesting. I'm, I'm a little in the dark on Buffalo basketball. I'm going to rely on your uh, depth if of expertise. If the football expertise program here. can just keep at it, which I love their coach. They hired a coach and I forget his name off the top of my head. Cause we're drinking alcohol. And I've been drinking for hours. Uh, he came from Wisconsin, Stevens, White Point, or some shit like that. A D3 school there. He won like five national championships. This coach is legit. He should be coached. He, if anything, 
I don't know if he's going to stay at Buffalo. Lance Leopold, yeah. who was at Wisconsin Whitewater. Yeah, Whitewater. Yeah, Whitewater. D three fucking last. How many national championships did he win there? He won like six. Yeah, this dude is going to. Uh, there's a reason why they won ten games, and there's a reason why they went. They should have went bowling the year before, but they didn't. The bowl for some reason they were bowl eligible, but the bowl didn't select them because they're in fucking Buffalo or something. I don't. Or they're a Mac school, but this guy's legit. Uh, so if you're a bowl fan. Contact Get drunk and send us some videos. At v. Colby D. Uh, all right. Well, that, that's the Friday game that really I have highlighted. Saturday, Michigan State at Indiana. Any chance the Hoosiers get the sweet Petty C? I don't think so. I think Michigan State is hot right now. Indiana just got the win against... By the way, that was the worst basketball game I've ever seen in my life. First win in, uh, what, 52 days, they 56 said? 56 days. 56 days? Jeez. They... they <laughs> That was the worst game I've ever seen, I think. I only watched the, because uh, I was watching some of the other games, the Arkansas-Tennessee game, the Duke, uh, or no, the Syracuse-UNC game, Duke-Virginia Tech. I haven't had a chance to really watch uh, that game. And when I turned it when I turned it on, it was like three minutes left. And it was like no one wanted to win the game. Game ended up going to double overtime. Wisconsin, by the way, missed like, I think at one point, they were 0 for 5 from the free throw line in double overtime. This is Wisconsin. If I had to bet on a college team that could make free throws as far as the power conferences goes, that would be pretty high up there. It'd be pretty, if not my top one, if you ask me blindly, yeah, who could make free throws power five wise? Yeah. I would say it might be my number one. I would say Stanford would be up there. I yeah. would say Wisconsin would, I think it might be my number one based off of who they've had. There. They've had a lot of sharp the teams shooters. that are uh, fundamental in football are often, that's their school identity. It's funny how they recruit similarly. But this game was a shit show, dude. Yeah. It was a shit show on both sides. Like, Indiana gave them every chance to win. I, I watch. Indiana's going to make the tournament. San Francisco's not. And San Francisco's going to be like 26 and 5. <laughs> if a team goes 56 days without winning a game, <laughs> they have no business in the tournament, <laughs> especially this late in the year. Um, hey, but they're, they're, if they pull this off, It'll be a sweep against Michigan State. Hey, yeah, big wins do top. LSU at Bama. Any chance Bama ruins LSU's season? Uh, by the way, LSU almost won the SEC last night in my eyes because if Arkansas had pulled that off, they would have had a, a two-game lead over Kentucky, and then they could they could essentially lose a game. They don't play each other again. Kentucky does have to play at Tennessee this Saturday, which I'm going to get to in a second. So LSU is holding on to the the one seat in that. Yeah, right now, right now, what a surprise! Barely. They need to not lose this game though, because let me tell you, Bama is good enough to beat sure. LSU, especially with LSU's health problems. My right boy now. Avery Johnson, your boy, make shots. shots. Uh, you got what are you thinking in there? Nothing. Anything you think? Uh, LSU is too hot right now. Kentucky at Tennessee, that's the real one. <sighs> Look, fuck Tennessee, man. And, and Kentucky already destroyed them once. So I fully anticipated to happen again in Knoxville. Huh? I don't know that Knoxville is a huge home field advantage. They've been cutting up lately, Tennessee. So I think with as hot as Kentucky is and with Patino kind of, you know, when he comes down the stretch and he wants to draw blood and he, and he's got his guys tuned up. Yeah, you first blood number. <laughs> That's right. He's 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 as capable as any coach in the country. So, look. Kansas at Oklahoma State. Any chance is, is, is any chance Kansas blows it? They've been awful on the road this year. No, Kansas is dialed in. It's the same same situation, man. These are the blue bloods turning it on when it counts. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
because Oakland State looked all right tonight against well, Texas they, Tech. They fucked. Did they? They end up I losing by lost. three. I think yeah. they lost. I'm not sure on that. Blew my fucking cover on that. Pittsburgh at Virginia. Any chance Pitt pulls the upset? No, I agree. No, no. not at all. Uh, Ohio State at Purdue. That's a big game. Ohio that State, is. Kind Ohio of a State team. could win that yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, Texas Tech at TCU. TCU sure could use that win. Well, after tonight, you know, I think that's possible. North Carolina at Clemson. North Carolina is just too much. Too much for him. Central Florida at Houston. Any chance Houston gets that the second L? That could be. That, that could yeah. definitely happen. Yeah. yeah, that's a great game to watch on Saturday. Gonzaga at St. Mary's. Where's college game day this weekend? That's a good question. You should Google. All right. I'm guessing it's going to be Kentucky at Tennessee. Probably. Yeah, that would make sense. Uh, Gonzaga at St. Mary's. St. Mary's beat them there the past two years. Three, 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 three in a row. Three is not going to happen. <laughs> Nevada at Utah State. Now, this is one I will call. Utah State is inside the field of 64 right now. Barely. I think they're going to upset Nevada. Dude, all those Utah schools, Utah plays great fucking basketball for some Dude, I watched that Utah State-San Diego State game last night. And, you know, in general, over the past 10 years, Utah State in basketball, maybe even past 20 years, yeah. have been a very good mid-major. They used to have a classic coach there. I can't remember his name, but uh, that place was on fire, dude. Yeah. I, I I texted my brother in the middle of that game saying, "We need to go to Logan, Utah." I don't know for football or basketball, yeah. But I love their environment that they build there. That place was electric. There was no way San Diego State was going to win based on how lively that stadium was going to was at. Well, um, I remember you. I forgot what you called it uh, earlier in the football season. Uh, some kind of like a cyclone or something. Like you had made a bet against Utah State, and some team went in there and laid a complete fucking egg, and you knew it as soon as the game started. You're like, "What the fuck did I just do?" Yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing is that you watched the San Diego State game. I took San Diego State plus like nine and a half yesterday. I think we all three did. Yeah. And I I was watching the game, and I'm like, "Oh my god, this place is on fire, dude!" Like, I mean, it looks that's something you would never see, and that's another reason why college basketball is so much better than the NBA. It's like this place was erupting it's just insane. every block shot, every shot made. <laughs> and I was like, there's no way. There's no way in a college level it's a very hard place to come into and win. They're the JMU of the West, you might even oh, say. Oh, man, just swinging his dick <laughs> in the air. You know, Utah Valley, also a reliable cover. They are. Um, you know. They are a good team. Uh, it's 20 a shame. and 8. It's a shame New Mexico State's in their conference because that's about the only team that can fuck with them. Yeah. Um. But Utah State plays at home against Nevada. My point is Nevada has to come in there. Now, here's the thing is, unlike San Diego State, Nevada is greatly uh, greatly more athletic than Utah State. Like greatly. San Diego State, can I talk? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm trying here, guys. English is <laughs> one, two, three, four. <laughs> uh, look, Nevada at Utah State, my point is, is that Nevada has much more athletes, much more much many more athletes. They have, they're greater in athlete. Uh, uh, definery. More is athletic. Word? Is that what you're looking for? They have more muscle definition. Uh, uh, look, I've been drinking for a couple hours here, right? This is a college experience. Go fuck yourself. But look, that's a dangerous game. I'm making a note of that. Baylor at Kansas State. Any, any chance Kansas State blows that lead, blows that game? Baylor just seems to always come up short. 
Kind of like you, buddy. Kind of like you. Except my D. All right. Hey-o. Sunday. Sunday. Michigan at Maryland. Any chance? That's the really one game I got highlighted. Uh, Michigan at Maryland? Yeah. Michigan's going to keep that game close. Michigan wants revenge. Wait, Maryland, you mean? <laughs> Wait. Michigan, Michigan at Maryland. Who am I thinking of? You're thinking of Michigan, Michigan State, you crazy bastard. I can't deal with this piece of shit. All right. We had people shit on us. I'm not even going to answer. I'm not even, I don't want you to. I, I don't like you, Patty C. All right. We had people shit on us for our, our movie uh, knowledge on, on our favorite sports Come movies. Come on now. I, I didn't see this one. I mean, there was a couple different tweets we had. Someone said you didn't mention uh, Friday Night Lights or uh, what's that shitty movie that, take, that has Herndon in it? Remember the Titans? Remember the Titans. Okay. Yeah, go. You, you go first. Friday Night Lights. I read the fucking book. That's why that movie didn't make the list. Does the name Stony Case sound familiar to you? Boom. Where did he play? New Mexico. Played for the Baltimore Ravens also. There you go. Threw three picks to James Hasty, who happened to be my fantasy football team. Cornerback from Wazoo. Played for the Kansas City Chiefs. Tanta Bay's dropping knowledge all over yeah. the place. Stony Case was Mike Winchell's backup at Permian. Um... And started the following year. Did they win the state championship the next year? I'm not sure. I think they went pretty pretty far. Either way, uh, the book was way better because they don't win the fucking state championship. It's like Rocky, you know? Yeah. The whole, like, point of the story isn't the victory. It's, like, the story itself. Well, you know? it's kind of like from, from... Remember the Titans? Uh, I, I didn't really care for the movie uh, just because I knew how historically inaccurate they were. Right. Um. On all accounts, I felt like there was like 5% truth in that fucking... Of course. My mom yeah. graduated the year that T.C. Williams integrated and played in game two, Herndon, mm-hmm. my alma mater. Colby should have yeah. been alma mater. My, my, my family's alma mater, essentially. Yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah, his brother's alma mater. Um, but um, yeah, apparently my mom was saying everyone knew T.C. Williams was going to win the state championship that year. They were taking bets in the stands as to how much Herndon would lose by. It wasn't a fucking close game. It was just TC Williams killed everyone. That movie, the more I, I it was super Disney, like yeah, challenge. We are the Titans. I have Ryan Gosling in a football fucking uniform. They got a California kid that comes over as a quarterback. Dude, everything about it was fucking retarded. Yeah. Like they built it up. I'm sorry if anyone's a fan of this movie. I am a Denzel Washington fan. I think it's fantastic. However, this is one of his worst movies. Yeah. It was pretty bad. I mean, it wasn't terrible. The program's a lot better. Program's 50 times better. Program is... Wildcats is better. Wildcats is better. It's amazing that there's no football... Necessary Roughness ...movie is that, like, is, like, a, a great football movie, you know, that actually, like, takes itself seriously and manages to be a great football now, movie. Now, some people did hit us on the baseball level and said we forgot about The Natural, which I agree. That's a very good movie. Robert Duvall, our boy, Robert Duvall. All I ever know about that movie is the bo- cover got hit off the ball. I don't know that I've ever watched That's that That's a really good movie. Robert Redford and, and, and Robert Duvall. Nice. Um, Who you say, apparently, is a complete asshole. Uh, the Duvall. Look, he's our boy because of uh, Days, Days of, of Thunder. Thunder. I, I have many Damn sources. Damn good actor. I have many sources. I've never personally met Duvall. Yeah. I have many sources that say... Uh, complete douche. Very, very challenging guy to work with. <laughs> To put, it, um, to put it nicely. But then again, uh, the, the, you know what? The argument could be this. This is the guy that was in The Godfathers. This is the guy that was in To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. This is the guy that's been in a lot of classic films over the years. Yeah. So if you are signing up to do the movie Deep Impact, which my buddy was, yeah. 
and you he's hired this fed guy. Up just he's to like, be "What the set. fuck is this?" <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I mean, look, you still gotta. Con- I don't think I would be a dick in that situation, but I mean, that's like the Christian Bale thing. You know, you get on, and you hear him do that whole rant yeah, for Terminator five minutes, thing, yeah. and it's like. That dude's a fucking great actor, and if someone's being a fucking amateur, yeah, that's a prima donna thing for him to do. And, and I mean, as someone that that has acted and stuff, that I've always, I don't consider myself an actor, but I've acted in things, and I'm always amazed. I did a short film with a guy who cried, an actor that would sit there, and we were talking like sports, and he would just cry on, and then like the they're like, all right, and go. And then all of a sudden, Tears this guy, would come and out I'm of like, holy fucking face. shit. And I'm sitting there like, this guy's this fucking... Guy's and that's why I would never call myself an actor, right. is because I was like, you know, as much as I, I find them as divas uh, many times, like, that is a talent that is pretty... F- I, I almost think you have to be a, a fucking psychopath, because, like, we went from having a conversation about... You know, vacationing in Lake Tahoe. To all of a sudden, this guy's like, "Yeah, yeah, you can't." Do it. And I'm like, "Fuck me, dude!" Are you can't. I, I almost wanted to like, I was the one ruining it. I was playing myself, and I'm sitting there like, "Whoa, whoa, he's got real tears, guys." And they're like, "Dude, say your line, say your line, Colby." And I'm like, "Fuck me." Point is, the Naturals is one of the. I did sleep on the Natural. We forgot about the Colby's natural. not a natural actor. That's yeah, what we're getting. Yeah, at. I'm a natural fucking genius, though. All right, and you're seeing with these college natural basketball pieces. Hey, shit. How, how, how many locks am I over? Jesus, you can't even. All right, but look, we did get a tweet from at Bert W eight six. Right, <laughs> fellas, just listen to the podcast today. Can't believe y'all missed the best sports movies from each sport: football, basketball, and baseball. Football. He said the best movie ever. Remember the Titans. Basco, I said the best movie ever, Space Jam. By the way, uh, Trev, I, I haven't even gotten into all of your shit, Bert. But if you're saying Space Jam is the best basketball movie, I wonder I, if there's a little tongue in cheek going I on. I appreciate here. you listening to the. Uh, <laughs> it's got to be right. Yeah. I appreciate you listening to the podcast. But if you think Space Jam is the best basketball movie, I strongly urge you to come to Vegas, and I will throw a beer in your face <laughs> because <laughs> that is the worst opinion ever. And also, and Donald Glover's mas- uh, masterpiece. I think he's thinking of Danny Glover, not Donald Glover. Donald Glover's the rapper? Yeah. Danny Glover's masterpiece, uh, Angels in the Outfield. Maybe he is being sarcastic the whole time, and maybe I'm just a fucking idiot, because he said Donald Glover. Maybe throwing us for a little bit. He's beer. thinking about his, and, and he's I'm, thinking not, about I'm not thinking about mine. <laughs> We're not thinking at all. Here, let me, let me throw, throw you a underrated one. I think I mentioned this last time. What's that? Rest in Paradise. Bernold Mack. Mr. 3000. I am a big Bernie Mac guy. Yeah. But there's so many good baseball movies, it's hard to, to reach the top. That's true. You want to talk about a good sports movie now? I know this is off the radar a little bit. Yeah. There's a couple that I really like. Yeah. Tin Cup. Better, oh, that's a better than good Happy movie. Gilmore. Yeah. And obviously, I'm a big Caddyshack guy. Nice. Um, I'm also a big fan of the Paul Newman hockey movie called... Uh, slap shot. Ooh, there's a good uh, hockey movie with fucking um, Sean William Scott, uh, Goon. I think I did like that. Underrated. I think I did like that. Yeah. I, I I think I remember watching that. But I mean, did you ever see Slap Shot with Paul Newman? I don't think I ever saw it. What about North Dallas? 40? North Dallas Forty is kind How of what comes to that? mind. We forgot that. It's a fucking. I only saw half of that to be honest, but. Some serious seventies like debauchery going on. It's uh, like you know, uh, it's got it's got our boy in it. <laughs> Who's that? Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte, yeah. It looks like... Uh, Remember when you looked like Nick Nolte three weeks ago? When you came <laughs> over to my house? Yeah, my eyes, my bags on my eyes were down to my fucking lips. <laughs> um, no, uh, that looks like the set of fucking Boogie Nights. 
is like what's going on in that movie. I'm like, this is the actual 70s version. They, maybe they, they chased that. I could don't know. Be. Perhaps. Either way, maybe it's just the our hair. sports movies were better than your sports movies. <laughs> and, and, and we're going to end it with this. We're going to talk AAF and college football. So hang tight. Um, first off, we do have a question from at Shoemath. Sean Green is too much of a pussy to address this question. Is breast milk vegan? Vegan. Vegan. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he has been drinking for It is vegan. <laughs> uh, what an idiot. <laughs> vegan. Vegan. Uh, look, guys, I went to Musso and Frank's at like 3 o'clock. <laughs> I had a martini, a couple cocktails after that. The fact that he's pronouncing anything I double correctly. fisted. I double fisted for a little bit. I got to do a comedy show after this. So I need you're, to start you're thinking about mine. You're lubed up, baby. You're ready to yeah, rock. there we go. I'm Getting gonna, there is the problem. Yeah, don't worry. I'm going to call it Uber, as my dad calls it. That's right. Um, what do you think about that uh, vegan question, Patty C? Or, or, or how did I pronounce it? Oh, yeah, vegan. Vegan. What do you think about the vegan? Uh, is drinking breast milk vegan? Yeah. No, it's not. I don't think it is either, right? Vegan is... What is well, let's, let's let me up. ask you this. Why the question? <laughs> Why the question there, uh, you know... <laughs> Who are you arguing yeah. with about this? And why is it important enough to get an Tell answer? Tell me you were with your girl and you were asking this question. Um, what's this guy's name? Matt? Math? No, yeah, Math Wizard Shoe. Yeah, I don't know your name, Matt. Hey, this guy's great, though. This guy did our analytics for us on, on knowing uh, what conference we did. By the way, shout out to at Math Wizard Shoe. No, at Shoe Math would be his title. But his title is Math Wizard Shoe. I can't fucking talk, guys. Vegan. Okay, the definition of vegan, a person who does not eat or use animal projects or products. Projects. Sorry. Projects. Again, now there I'm on go. your team. Animal projects. Gosh. A person what type, what type, who does not <laughs> eat. Sounds like a, sounds like a horror project. flick right there, the animal project. Animal project. Pet cemetery. Animal yeah. project. Okay. I think Michael Vick's a fan of pet cemetery? He should be. He made one. He made one? He probably made several pet cemeteries with all the are you still a fan of michael vick you know i tolerate michael vick and when i, I watched that michael pitbull vick, documentary on netflix which i encourage anyone to watch i believe it's called champions Kobe's a severe dog lover as am i well look i had forgave him yeah i thought hey we all make mistakes yeah but i also didn't dive in it's almost like the sandusky thing Right. I wouldn't. I didn't forgive him. The deeper saying, you go. I didn't. When I read, <laughs> someone saying Sanders, good for game. Shortly there. <laughs> no, I didn't forgive him. But I'm saying, like, I, I didn't. Uh, the mistake I did with the Sandusky case was that a friend of mine sent me a 25 page indictment, and I made the mistake of reading that. Yeah. And once you read that, it you was, can't go back. Yeah, you can't go back. I read about one page of that, and I was like, mm, yeah. I'm good. Well, the same thing with Michael Vick thing was I, I didn't read the indictment. I didn't read anything about it. But then when I watched the documentary Champions and they kind of read it for you on there. Yeah. Dude, just to like go through killing yourself like one creature in the, that violent of a... Did you then, watch the documentary I have Champions? Not, There's I have a not. scene. Okay, first off, they've been killing multiple, like a lot of dogs. Yeah. There's a scene Especially where... Especially as a like kind and like... Uh, sentient a creature as a dog is you know yeah. and socially adept like that's but, fucking but, but this is the one that like really got me was there was a scene where like his kids okay so he has his own dog ring like in his barn little area but he has his own pet he got his dog a cocker spaniel right i believe it was a cocker spaniel i could be wrong on that but i think it was his kids are playing with it yeah. and his kids are ignoring him so he grabs the cocker spaniel goes out to his barn and throws it in the dog ring and it dies instantly. 
Jeez. in front of his kids. His kids follow him and say, no, daddy, no, no, no. And he throws the fucking cocker spaniel. And that did happen? That's in the documentary. That's, de- that's in the indictment. They call out that scene. Okay. And that's where I'm just like. That's a bad human being. Yeah. That's a bad human being. And it's amazing, though, that he's on Fox still. That's like OJ getting away with the murder and being, hey, this is OJ Simpson at it's NBC. because not enough people know that. Yeah. And that's why I encourage everyone to watch the documentary Champions because he is a true piece of shit. And I don't care. Like, dude, I was on the fence on that. I, th- I thought everyone deserves a second chance. But yeah, when you read shit like that, it's like, I don't know you that you deserve a, a second terrible chance. terrible fucking person to do that. Especially like how many second chances do you get? If you killed many, many, many dogs, yeah. it's like, no, you've had your second, your third, your fourth, your fifth, your sixth. You're, right. you're fucking like 100 chance. You know what I mean? Like, right. And, and, you know, I just can't get on board with that. But check out Champions on, uh, on Netflix. It's actually pretty, pretty awesome that they don't uh, euthanize all these pit bulls anymore. They they wanted to euthanize all of them. I think they saved like twelve of them. Nice. But uh, anyway, I don't know where this came from, but um, we're still talking college Kobe football. Kobe's soft spot for the canines. Dude, you gotta love a good dog, man. Uh, I mean, they're the best. I got you know you know how we got mud. Some fucking idiot threw mud and his sister out on the fucking side of a freeway. Boom! Snatched him up. All right, let's talk before we get into the AAF games. We're going to end it in like we got fifteen minutes here. Let's rock. I got an idea. I was thinking about this XFL. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen my Twitter feed lately. We were talking about this. I know how they do it. Yeah. If they had real balls, and if they really listened to this podcast and thought about theirs, mm-hmm. they would listen to this podcast. Yes, that's very true. Okay. Anyone who thinks about theirs should be listening to this podcast. I saw Le'Veon Bell go online saying, or go go on Twitter, <laughs> go online, <laughs> go on the interwebs. Yeah, it's my dad talking here. <laughs> Uh, and say, who is gonna? Who should I go to? Who should pay me the big bucks? And I'm thinking, oh, do the exit. Because my problem with the AAF, and I love the AAF, I'm going to continue watching, and we're going to handicap these games in a second here, is that it, they are playing with B talent. And when I watched the USFL, they had A talent scattered with B talent, yeah. and that's what made it a real threat. I'm saying the XFL should sign Le'Veon Bell. All right, so let's think about the money here. Running back value shit in the NFL. No one's going to give him 100 mil. Right. Donald Trump has pledged $500 million of his own money, right? Vincent, or not Donald Trump. Man. I always confuse the two. They're the same guy to me, really. <laughs> Vince McMahon went to East Carolina. He might as well be Donald Trump. What the fuck? Donald Trump <laughs> did not go to East Carolina, right? Hey, um, apparently, XFL isn't doing outside uh, investors. From what I understand, so that five hundred million because Don because uh, fucking Vince McMahon wants complete I thought there ownership. Was two investors, don't know. Is there? Are I there? don't know. I don't know. Maybe I could be mistaken, yeah. but that's what what I had so read. So you're saying for five hundred million, then there's no way they sign him, right? There's not enough to go around. You got a league of fucking ten teams, fifty players per team, try and use five hundred million. Well, they're gonna fail then. Well, I mean, the AAF just fucking... Yeah, they need outside investors. I'm saying right now, they need to make a play, in my opinion, and I wrote this up over here, they should get Le'Veon Bell or make an attempt to get Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Martavis Bryant is suspended by the NFL. Randy Gregory just got suspended by the NFL. Well, these are players that the XFL has sworn off as. Like, I'm saying, fuck that. <laughs> he can go back on that. Johnny Manziel just got cut by the because uh, he voided also, his contract. Criminal charges. That's uh, XFL. It's Canada. Um, <laughs> Ray Rice, sign him. The XFL is going the opposite direction. I love what you're saying here. Des Bryant, they can get Des Bryant. Scum it out. Yes. Des Bryant's got no no no, no convictions. No charges. Yeah. Yeah. Get some big names in there for sure. Justin Blackman. 
again. Tyrod Taylor, Sam Bradford, Adrian Peterson, Calvin Johnson. That's where they're going to make their money. Josh Gordon is getting backups to sign for a couple million. June Jones, Urban Meyer, John Fox as head coaches. So what? what I don't. Here's I'm, I'm a little bit confused. I think the XFL is actually. We talked about how we thought this was going to be great. I think right now they are in a very challenging spot because the AAF beat them to the punch. And if they're going to go gimmick B, if they got to get in talent. XFL already has a AF is just warming it up for the XFL. That's what's happening right now. I don't know that I'm on board with that. I think the XFL is in danger if they do not find money to somehow threaten the NFL. They don't even the XFL doesn't even have a TV contract yet. They're going to because you know the AF week three. You know what they beat out? Hmm. The NHL. That is impressive. Week three, not week two, not week one. Yeah. Week three. Right, and you'd I, expect there to be a lull. My point with this is I think next year they're going to have more games put on national broadcast. Oh, it's growing. You know, I'm saying they only had week one, game one. Oh, you're talking national. about CBS. Yeah, I itself. think that's when they when, no, when right. you throw this out there and they're beating the NHL, you know, the NHL is on NBC. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you give them the spotlight. I mean, shit, they were beating the NBA uh, when the one day they were I'm on saying network it, and, television. And they fared very well the past two weeks, considering they're on NFL Network. They almost had a million. Vi- fo- XFL will get something. XFL will get Fox. Who knows? They need to get talent, though, dude. They, they got to change their approach. XFL will get as it, much talent as the AAF does. If they, if they're, because I can tell you it's going to fail in Los Angeles. AAF smart enough to go to small areas. I don't know that you're right about that. I think that there may be a market as long as it comes down to ticket price for the fans. You're telling me. I'm telling you that the fucking San Diego Chargers are in Los Angeles, and not only does no one care about them, most of Los Angeles actively resents their presence in Los Angeles. But if you you were to give them free tickets to a Chargers game, a USC game, a UCLA game, and a Los Angeles Extreme or whatever the fuck name they're going to come up with, I am saying they're going to pick that last. And we're not even including Rams. Well, they are about, far down the fucking total This pole. is the spring, man. Who are they competing with? They're competing with the Lakers, LAFC, the Clippers. LAFC. No one gives a fuck about They soccer. sold out like every... Have you noticed this is the second biggest city with Mexicans? Uh, aside from Mexico City? Uh, that's completely off my radar. They're probably making gazillions <laughs> yeah, of dollars. Yeah, they're actually doing fucking... There's two MLS soccer teams in LA, if you haven't noticed. Both are killing yeah. it. <laughs> they both have no problem uh, with attendance. I don't attendance. know what the fuck's going on. I'm just a little skeptical of their approach. We're going to see if this works out. Let's get to the AAF week three, because clearly Jim Zorn got hired, by the way. Got to love that. Hope he does another fake, uh, <laughs> fake field goal there. All right, San Diego at Memphis, Saturday, 1 p.m. on Bleacher Report. San Diego at Memphis, 1 p.m. The Commanders. Hackenberg got benched. Is the spread out on that one yet? Oh, let me pull this up, actually. I think that, I think that line is out. Let's you just gotta, get You got to say there. the fleet are going to whip that ass. Well, I will say this. The fleet offense with Mike Martz in week three looked completely different than week one and two. I can't fucking find shit on this. I kind of want to do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Where I pick the spread and then you tell me the spread and we'll see how far off I well, am. Well, let me see if they even have this shit out. They should have this out. Where are you, AAF? Hang on. Let me use this thing called Google Petty. See, talk about the, the entire world. net. Okay. Let me tell you why. I'm going to give you my initial projection on this game. We have 
San Diego fleet by 10 um, fleet on the road, going to Memphis, slight disadvantage there. I don't think the home field advantage on any of these games is significant enough to make that much of a difference. Um, if anything, it's just the travel and inconvenience of being away from your new home. Um, I think that Memphis's offense has improved drastically over the past few weeks to the point where they've been competitive in some of their games. Well, benching Hackenberg was half the battle there. Hackenberg was a uh, liability that offense moved with. Mettenberger. Is Mettenberger really moving that offense that much better than Hackenberg was? Yes. All right. Well, maybe maybe they have discovered something in Zach Mettenberger. Um, I to can't keep find them lines in these fucking. Oh no, I got I got him. What what's your guess? I said San Diego, San Diego by ten. San Diego minus three. So, wow, take you know the fucking fleet to cover that one. It's at Memphis. It's cross country, different time zones. Mike Martz is on a different level. Singletary, than fucking Mike Singletary. <laughs> I do question Singletary's coaching. Uh, okay, uh, we also have Saturday, uh, Orlando at Salt Lake City. Orlando at Salt Lake City. The Apollos at. The Those stallions. Florida boys. I don't know if you've seen the national weather maps. While everyone else is dealing with the blue area, Florida itself is always in that bright yellow. Steve Spurrier is old and like basically like he had a back surgery over this uh, the all season. The arthritis he's, is going to be struggling, up, right? struggling to walk. He's limping around. <laughs> uh, I'm going to get a little weather projection in Salt Lake City, Patty C. But uh, does that mean you lead me on to thinking that you think the Stallions? Stallions are covered, but I still think Orlando has proven enough that you have to favor them. It will be, I'm going to say, like a, a five-point game. Uh, okay, they're calling for rain slash snow on Saturday. High of 41. <laughs> Man, Orlando actually may, may maybe make that. Well, like Orlando's a... been awful running the ball. Mm. Should be noted, they're the worst running team in the league. Yes, Spurrier, Sp- very Spurrier-esque. In that regard, except for Marcus Lattimore. A um, high of 41, a low of 26. This mm, kickoff is at... If we're talking about freezing, I don't I don't think I trust Spurrier for... Uh, uh, you know, it would be interesting to see Spurrier's all-time career 5 record. 5 p.m. I got? 5 p.m. kick? 5 p.m. Oh, it's going to be cold. And it's going to get real cold. I want to pull up that Howard Stern where she's talking about it's cold. <laughs> But your ass is going to be on fire when I'm done with it. Orlando's a three-point favorite. I think that's actually fair. Yeah, it's pretty pretty close to spot on. I'm going to go. You know what? The, the Stallions were my dog last week. I went three and one ATS last week. There it is. I went three and one, three and one the week before. Seventy-five percent. Boom, Mister Seventy-five. And one week, week one where I didn't know anything, I went two and two. There it is. I've never lost your money betting the AAF. I'm going to take the Stallions to get it done. San Diego at Memphis. I'm t- I'm gonna ride with San Diego to get it done. Ripe for an upset. Ripe for a little uh, parody. I will say this. Let me see the weather in Memphis because Memphis is one of those sneaky cities that can get cold. It can. Like I was saying, the entirety of the nation outside. Of uh, I'll tell you this right now. It's 38 degrees in Memphis this very second. San Diego is a little more adept to dealing with cold than Florida. Saturday's a high of 57, low of 44. I think it'll be okay. I think they'll be all right. San Diego gets down to like 60. The funny thing about San Diego is they have that uh, beach weather. The the Arctic water comes down from the north on the west coast, and so it cools the entire coastline off. That's why 
on the coast, it might be 60. Now, once you get a few miles inland into the desert, for yeah. every basically mile, the temperature rises by one degree. So it could be 60 in fucking uh, Pacific Beach and 80 in Temecula. Yeah. You know. Watch Chinatown if you need if you need any more questions about uh, Southern California and the desert. Um, San Sunday, uh, one p.m. kick. San. This is a good game. Commanders at the Birmingham Iron. Uh, Somehow the Commanders find themselves at one and two as a team that looks pretty good. They they push the Apollos. I will say the Fleet whooped their ass, but they, they are going to they find the themselves at one and three in a defensive struggle. Birmingham minus six, though. Is that a little big for a team that is... Doesn't score that much? Yeah, they're hard-nosed, run the ball, great defense. I think that is a little big. I think that's what she said. Who? So you're going to take the San Antonio Commanders? I'm taking the Commanders with the, with the strong possibility of the upset, but give me the iron by, like, three and a half. I think I'm with them. Pat, me and Patty C. agree here. And the late-night game at 5 p.m. kick... The Atlanta Legends at the Arizona Hot Shots. Arizona minus twelve. I'm going to Arizona. <laughs> Arizona. Who's who? oh Atlanta? Yeah. At in, in Arizona. Yeah. Twelve. Yeah. I'll take the Hot Shots. <laughs> I think the Legends are the worst team. And I'll their... take take the uh, team with the uh, <laughs> six seven uh, girls basketball team I, name. I, I will say this: if the you're hand, if you're handicapping this game, pay attention to John Wolford. I'm not sure that he's uh, back. I'm waiting for some updates on that. He is the Arizona Hot Shots starting quarterback. You want to make sure he's playing before you place a bet, f- giving away ten points or twelve points. So uh, pay attention to that. Think I, about yours. I would not take the Hot Shots. If Trevor Knight is starting and uh, we're about to head out of here. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Um, guys, this is, this is the college experience of the sports gambling podcast network. If you could uh, please leave us a positive iTunes review. I fucking say this every week. No one fucking does it. I know all you fuckers listen to me. I get all these tweets. I look at the numbers on the fucking spreadsheet we do every day. Somebody leave us a good positive review on iTunes. It helps us. More than you know, you terrorist, coward, lemon-headed. Pussy. Exactly. Please do that if you can. Uh, you can find us on... You know what? If you're, if you're a first-time listener, you can Google Sports Gambling Podcast Network College Experience. You'll find it. You can go to your iTunes search engine, type in Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You will find us. And if for some reason you're a little challenged and that's not working for you, you go to Twitter... You find the Sports Gambling Podcast Network at SGPN Network. You can tweet us from there and find out more stuff. You can find Patty C on Twitter at Patty C831. You can I find am. myself on Twitter at the Colby D. This is the college experience. Best of luck with the bets. We do a Saturday morning, or I do a Saturday morning Periscope previewing all the AAF and I'll be college masturbating. basketball <laughs> action. <laughs> On uh, on the SGPN Network Twitter feed, so please do that. This is the College Experience signing out. Patty, see any last words before you die? Go fuck yourselves and good luck out there. There you go. You heard it here first, I guess. <laughs> um, this is the College Experience. Right out. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>